You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the watched workout in the weight room. At least you pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I ran him back six ten times. Biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning. Welcome into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial, the Martin Houston Show fan page on Facebook. Glad to have you up and Adam with us on this beautiful hump day edition of the Martin Houston Show. We're live and local and want to get you in on the conversation. 205-342-9904-205-342-9904. The Taco Casa hotline is open for business so give us a call let us hear from you let us know you're out there if you're listening and tuning in via the social media outlets give us your chats your comments as well and we'll be glad to work that into the conversation we got of course a big game coming up in just a couple of days as the Alabama Crimson Tide takes on the Notre Dame Fighting Irish uh the experts in the desert think it's going to be a, a three score uh, defeat for the Irish. What do you think? Uh, do you think Alabama can get there? Uh, can they get into the 50s? Can they get into the 50s in the point total, uh, keeping that average hovering right around 50 points a game? Had big news for a certain player on the Crimson Tide. Had big news on the hardwood as Alabama uh, had a big victory last night over the Ole Miss Rebels. We'll, we'll break down that. And, uh, of course, uh, we'll talk about, as I said, that player uh, that did something that's never been done. You know how hard it is to do something uh, at the University of Alabama that's never been done before? Yeah, uh, Devontae Smith did just that. And all I can think about, and I said this last night on Alabama Tradition uh, with uh, Ryan Fowler and myself, airs every Tuesday at 6 p.m., I said this, I said, wow, what would have happened if the experts had gotten their way and we didn't have this football season, what we would have missed out on. So as we move forward, we're going to have a little deal, no deal here in just a moment. But before we do that, remember this, that this is a day that the Lord has made. So let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone, be the difference you want to see in the world today. Good morning, Joe. How you doing, sir? Not bad at all, Martin. Having a good day today. It's Wednesday, right? That's right. All right, halfway through the week. I'm, I'm having a good day. Uh, absolutely. Well, I'll toss it over the glass to you for a little deal, no deal. All right, Martin, I got a few questions for you this morning. Let's see what we got here. Deal or no deal? Alabama, you know, Alabama, whenever we play uh, – 
good quarterbacks. You know, Alabama defense has struggled against an archetype of quarterback, a quarterback who can run, a quarterback who can throw, kind of a senior leader. Deal or no deal, Ian Book is that type of quarterback that is capable of beating Alabama. I, I will say deal. I, I agree. You know, it, it's to me it's a combination. It's that type of quarterback you just talked about who has a Mike Evans or a Kyle Pitt type of receiver to throw to because we struggle with the big receiver or the tight end position as well. And I think Notre Dame has both of those. But to to be specific on your question, I think that Ian Book is the type of quarterback that that we have to be careful with. We cannot let him use his legs to extend plays. We cannot let him. Uh, he, he he's athletic enough that he can hurt you. Um, let me see if see if this makes sense. I, I actually described him this way last night, uh, Joe. I said he's um, a um, let me see how did I put it? Baby version uh, or a poor man's version? Poor man's version of Patrick Mahomes in this sense. Patrick Mahomes may not be the fastest guy, may not be the most athletic guy, but when he scrambles, he is always looking. To, to throw the ball, but he is so decisive when he needs to run and so timely. And, and to me, Ian Book is not the most athletic guy, quarterback we're going to play. Um, but he has, I think, eight touchdowns running the ball this year, 400-plus yards rushing. So, I mean, so the guy is, is good, timely, and, yes, deal. He can – uh, play well if he gets all of the other piece parts of the team uh, to come along they could uh, upset the Alabama Crimson Tide I think he's a dangerous player I think Alabama yes. needs to be aware of him we'll yes. go to the next one here is uh, about the Heisman Trophy and uh, so a lot of people were worried that uh, Mac Jones and Devontae Smith and Najee Harris would split up uh, the Heisman Trophy votes and Alabama would not bring home the bronze statue but with Devontae Smith winning the AP Player of the Year, deal or no deal, that means that Devontae Smith will win the Heisman Trophy. Uh, well, AP Player of the Year, congratulations to Devontae Smith uh, for bringing home that trophy. I think the award has been given um, since 1998. Uh, and so 23rd year, I think, has been given. Uh, but... Of the previous 22, 17 times that the guy who won that trophy has won the Heisman. A lot of similar voters crossover in the voters, Joe. Um, and then when you look at who was number two, uh, was Mac Jones. I would say it bodes extremely well that Devontae may be um, the first um I mean, he had a first wide receiver to win this since about not what was it ninety? When did uh, the last wide receiver win it? Ninety something, ninety eight maybe. No, uh, mm-hmm. I believe uh, Desmond Howard was ninety one. I think. Oh, I know it's been it's been a long. Tim Tim Brown was <laughs> Tim Brown was before him, and I think he was eighty eight or eighty nine. Yeah, it, it's been a while since a wide receiver has been able to bring that trophy home. So. Uh, I th- I say it bodes well, so I'm going to say deal uh, that him or maybe flip a vote or two 
him and or Mac Jones, with Mac Jones coming in second, it makes you feel really good that Alabama is going to have their third Heisman Trophy winner, uh, I think, overall, uh, because of just the carryover. I sure hope so. It would be great to see uh, Alabama win their third Heisman Trophy in, in, in its illustrious history. Uh, Joe, uh, before we go to the next one, think about that for a second. Alabama's first two were won by what? Running backs, right? right? Yep. How impressive is it that Nick Saban evolved enough and as quickly as he did that he now um, – we, we thought that it potentially could be a quarterback in Tua Tagovailoa who had the skill set, no question, and, and was talented enough to win the Heisman. Um, but that in – in, in what amounts to about the equivalent of a class of players from freshman entering to leaving, he has pretty much went from winning it, running the ball, uh, to having candidates uh, in the passing game. It's just – that's just – just shows that's what you call transformation. Yeah, exactly. Shows his willingness to uh, evolve with the game and, and, and be try to stay ahead of the times. And that's why he, I think he – he will coach till he doesn't want to coach anymore because of his ability to do just that. Absolutely. Now, you're bringing us right to our next question with Nick Saban. I'm going to put you inside the mind of Coach Saban. Now, he's never going to let anyone know this, but deal or no deal, Nick Saban would rather play Clemson than Ohio State in the national championship game. Whoo. Mmm. Does... Nick Saban privately harbor a desire to avenge the embarrassment of a couple of years ago? Because that's the question. Or would he like to make his point on the field? Well, I think Clemson, because playing Clemson does two things, Joe. It means that Dabo took out the team that neither one of them thought deserved to be there based on some of their innuendos in, in the way they voted um, in their last poll. Um, so 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 that would take care of the Ohio State thing, so he doesn't have to take care of them. I would say Clemson. I would say deal. Nick Saban wants an opportunity to avenge his team, his program, and his defense because – if we end up playing Clemson again, it is a rematch of um, of, of the guy, the freshman who uh, annihilated his defense. So, deal, he would want to play Clemson. I agree with you completely. I think that getting revenge on that national championship game would be uh, – it, it, it would privately mean a lot to him, I think. Yeah. Only time he's lost, correct, in, 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 the, in a championship-type game. Well, they lost to 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 Deshaun Watson also in the championship. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah so, that's right. Uh, so yeah, he wants Clemson. <laughs> I think so too. I think so too. We'll spin Do it. To, I think I think you're right. I think he would rather you know play his buddy Dabo and uh, you know what yeah. I think I think he's two and two against Clemson in championship games at the moment. Correct. That's right. Absolutely. So last night Alabama got a pretty good win uh, in basketball. Deal or no deal, their performance last night gives you confidence that they can get things rolling and possibly win the SEC. Wow. Uh, 
it, it, it's, I would say the announcers agrees with that statement. Um, last night, as you watched the game, they were really high on this Alabama team. And uh, the, the question, yes, if, if they can repeat that performance, if they can become consistent, uh, then the answer to your question is yes, that gives me confidence. The question I'm still waiting on is, can they be consistent? Um, they they played, they shot well, they did what they needed to do last night uh, against not a great Ole Miss uh, team from an offensive standpoint, but to get 82 points on a team that was given up in the mid-50s as far as uh, – points allowed they were number one or number two defensively as far as scoring defense and speaking of Ole Miss so to see Alabama's offense come out and click like that I, I would say um, that there's definitely um, a, a bit of a bit of optimism and and hope that that this Alabama team can live up to the dream and with some of the top teams Joe not playing as well uh, as this Alabama team has every opportunity uh, line ahead of them if they can execute the way they did last night. I think so, too. And, Martin, I got a bonus for you if you want it. Yes, go ahead. Okay, bonuses. It came to me in the middle of that, uh, in the middle of the segment is, you know, with Ian Book and, and what he presents and the, and the challenges that Notre Dame presents offensively, it made me think of the Alabama defense. Deal or no deal, outside of Patrick Sertain, the best players on Alabama's defense have been freshmen, Malachi Moore and Will Anderson. Deal or no deal? Ooh, wow, great question. You talk about keeping Ian Book, not letting him extend plays. That made me think of Will Anderson and, and how he's really come on in the last three, four, five games. Yeah, yeah. And, and have you noticed who else has been getting a little bit of playing time? Drew Sanders. And it's not just been in junk play. So uh, will this two weeks also help? I think that that's, uh, wow, Will Anderson, Malachi Moore. Um, definitely, I wouldn't say that anybody's been any more consistent than them, uh, Joe. I think you'd have to throw Christian Harris in that conversation. Um, and I think you'd have to throw Barmore in the conversation from most consistent best player, impactful player. Um, but but I wouldn't argue with you um, it, it, with that. And if someone said that that was the case and told me that's the deal you get, I would take that deal because I think Malachi Moore's been like, you know, freshman sensation. And barring a couple trips uh, the other night, against Florida, I think he played played well. And then you look at Will Anderson and what he's done. I think it's seven sacks the last four games. Um, he, he, he has ramped up his play. And it's not just uh, um, what he did in terms of of the seven sacks. It's the, the harassing of the quarterback. And uh, what, did you, what did you call it, uh, Joe? Containing. Ian Book and not letting him get outside, and I think Will uh, Anderson will will be key to making that happen. So, um, it, yes, deal. I'll take the deal. I'll take that deal. So, uh, and that's 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 good 
and 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 I guess bad in some ways, but really good in the sense of uh, boding well for Alabama's future uh, in terms of those guys being two of your most consistent, better players. That wraps up Deal No Deal. Uh, Pat, hold on. We'll get you on the other side. We're going to talk a little basketball. We'll dig a little deeper into that game. Uh, we'll talk more about Alabama versus Notre Dame and what they need to do in terms of this game, key matchups. And you may have a different topic or conversation you want to get to. Give us a call at 205-342-9904. The Taco Casa hotline is open for business. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we start our Wednesday morning with a wreck on 2059 eastbound at the Knoxville exit number 52. If you see other conditions, of course, give us a call 205-886-8886. Just a few days remain in the holiday savings event at Towns of Nissan, your hometown dealer. Get top dollar for your trade. I'm Captain Ray. Low clouds have formed across the area this morning. They'll hang tough most of the day. Look for a high near 64. Tonight, mostly cloudy, becoming breezy. A few showers over western and northwestern sections. The low by morning near 52. Tomorrow, a few showers during the day. It'll be windy with a high of 66. Continued windy tomorrow night. Showers and thunderstorms likely. Some of those storms strong to severe. The overnight low near 62. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years. Specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904 or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial, the Martin Houston Show fan page on Facebook and throughout the social media world. Glad to have you with us this morning. Uh, thoughts, comments, conversations, all welcome right here on your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9. Let's go ahead and get to Pat, <coughs> excuse me, before we get into some additional conversation. Pat, you in with Good. the Martin Houston Show. What's on your mind, man? Good morning, Martin. Uh, you've touched on it a little bit. Hey, are the two keys to victory in this game a spy on the Clem, I mean, on the uh, Notre Dame quarterback and Barrymore being able to totally dominate the center and collapse the pocket? Well, I, I think, first of all, you have to look at at, at how you handle what what's the goal with the pass rush? Um, what's the goal with the pass rush? Is it um, to sack the quarterback, harass the quarterback, contain him? <clears throat> Excuse me. And if you look at um, Barmore, if he gets too much rush and the outside guys don't do their job, then you create a problem. Uh, Pat. So that's the question is, uh, will uh, Allen and and 
Anderson, uh, will there be a goal just to to you know tighten the pocket? Uh, and, and if that's the case, <clears throat> then I think that you have a situation with Will Anderson, uh, Christopher, uh, uh, Christopher Allen, and then of course I told you Drew Sanders got some time uh, in the Florida game early and often uh, compared to what he has gotten uh, prior games. And Ben Davis played uh, and played well uh, in, in in his time on the field. So I think those four guys, along with whoever's giving us push up the middle, uh, needs to work in unison. And, and the goal would be to contain him. Uh, don't let him get outside the pocket. Pressure in his face, but when he wants to bounce outside, make sure that we contain that, Pat. No, I got you. I got you. Hey, Morton, have you given your have you given a score this week that uh oh you know, there was all kind of crazy scores. I could not get into uh I mean I called and called and called uh, and didn't get in. But anyway, that's beside the point. That, uh, no, I I've not given a score yet. Uh I've not given a score yet. Uh I think Alabama more than covers um ju- uh Pat and I think that they may actually even this game could potentially be worse than the 28-point whooping we gave them in the national championship game. Yeah, I got you. It, it, it sure does need to be uh, an embarrassment because, like I said, hey, they they refer to us as being mobile homers. And uh, that I just can't, uh, you know, <laughs> that it's, it's, it's incredible. Oh. Uh, uh, how bad I, I enjoy beating Notre Dame. I'd almost, uh, if I had to uh, pick, I'd almost uh, enjoy beating Notre Dame more than it would be winning the national title. That's awful. <laughs> you must be one of them old school Alabama fans that. Oh, I am. Uh, I mean, it goes that, to this that, thing that, with that Notre Saw Dame. Coach Bryant never way beat Notre Dame. Air Force Egan was a, a sorry <laughs> son of a gun, too. Yeah. And, he uh, he would be he would be the arch enemy for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if it was a Darth Vader there, uh, I guess him. Yeah. <laughs> I, anyway, Martin. Hey, have a blessed day. Uh, are, you, are y'all off after today? No, no. Mm-mm. Okay, so you'll be back tomorrow. We'll have Hank tomorrow. I I think so. Joe, confirm confirm. Yeah, we'll be on. Uh, Martin and I will be on the rest of the week. Actually, Martin, we're going to yeah. be live on air. Uh, I think that Martin will be the last live show until game day hits at ten o'clock on Friday. Good deal. Uh, so I'll, I'll so, uh, be here. Hopefully, we'll get Hank tomorrow to, uh, to talk some recruiting. All right, have yeah. a good one. Thank All right. y'all. All right, thanks, Pat. Appreciate that. Yes, for those who are who are who are wondering and listening, uh, the Martin Houston show will be live. Uh, tomorrow and Friday, man. I'm going to be here for that big Alabama uh, game, and we'll 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 get a little deeper into that. Let's flip over to to basketball for a second. Um, had some comments come in earlier uh, from C.J. Watson, um, and C.J. Watson said, "Big win last night for Bama basketball. It was good showing for chemistry on offense, which has been difficult for this team." To come by this season, Ole Miss is legit with their defense, so I was glad to see them play like they did. 
clearly came to play. If he looks like he did last night, most nights, Bama will win a lot of games. And then he followed that up with they have yet to prove consistency, though. So until that irons out, you never know what you'll get. Uh, and we talked a little bit about that during uh, Deal No Deal. Um, yeah, huge win last night for, for Alabama. Huge, huge win for the Crimson Tide. Does it give you hope uh, or confidence that they can get to that next level? It, it makes you feel better about it. Uh, but a couple things that, that w- were mentioned during that time is chemistry on offense. So that brings me to a question, Joe, that, that we talked a little bit about before on air. That chemistry we saw last night was the chemistry to start the freshman primo, um, who, once again, it's amazing uh, the talent we've had uh, in these reclassification freshmen just turned 18, playing his first game as an 18-year-old uh, last night and played well. But do, does this team, is this team better with Petty coming off the bench along with Reese? Two seniors who may make this team better coming off the bench. I think that, I mean, well, it will have to have a bigger sample size than just last night. But if last, night, if last night's in any indication, it seemed like Petty and Reese both responded coming off the bench. Maybe there's a little less pressure on the two of them. Uh, I'm not sure that I believe that they have the, you know, the best mental fortitude between the two of them. But I think they're both, I think they both have talent. To, you know, they, they both have a lot of talent. So if throwing them in off the bench is a way to uh, kind of ease some of the pressure off them, to, that, that they don't have to start as hot or, uh, or you know, or fire up every single shot. Then I think that that's a great thing, and I, and I trust Coach Oates to, to do that. Even though that Petty was one of the best players in the SEC last year, you got to do what you got to do. And if it's better for your team to have him come off the bench, then that's what you do. Yeah, and, and when you look at it, when you think about that, thirteen points for Petty, ten for um. Reese off the bench, 23 points uh, with those two players off the bench last night against a really good uh, defensive Ole Miss team. Uh, and, and you may go, man, I hate it for him. He's a fifth-year guy, I mean, a, a, a senior guy, and, and, and now he's being benched. And, you know, uh, one of the best scores in the NBA was a six-man the first few years of his career in James Harden. Um you know, and 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 then of course he eventually got to that point where he became the man when he moved on from the Thunder to the Rockets. Do, does you know we just had deal no deal? Let me ask you this, Joe: Does Petty potentially coming off the bench and showing how well he can play coming off the bench actually help him at the next level? Do you see him as a starter or? Uh, a rotation guy. Well, I don't think that he's an NBA starter, but as somebody who can come in and give you, uh, what is NBA, 48 minutes, so he'd probably off the bench get 15 to 20 or so. I think that that'd be, I I think that that can be a role that he can fulfill. Uh, Being a shooter, knocking in some shots and coming in and playing some defense. Now, Petty's defense has improved uh, while he's been on campus. So, yeah, I think that could be a role that he could really actually step into at at the next level. Exactly, and I and that's what I was sitting here thinking is 
this guy may actually that may actually help him as much as anything. Everybody's seen he can shoot, so his shooting is not a, a question. The question is, can he play mentally tough? And sometimes there's guys that just need to see the game get started and play. And maybe he's one of those guys uh, that can come off the bench. And if he shows that, then I think that helps him at the next level uh, because you know you're not. You're not going to draft him, I don't think, to be the man. Uh, I think he's one of those guys that you draft that you know that, hey, he can come in and play three, four, five minutes here at the end of a quarter. He can be streaky, get hot, knock down three or four shots, uh, give us, you know, eight eight points here, five there. All of a sudden, you know, you got a guy getting you 13 points coming off the bench, uh, and I think that's where Petty is. Real quick before we move on, uh, to some uh, football on the other side. Uh, Virgil Williams said last night, uh, basketball game was good. Shooting was better, but still had times when we looked like we were rushing. I think we always look like we're rushing with this offense, but I, I get what uh, Virgil is saying there. Uh, sometimes we didn't necessarily. Uh, I think Nick Saban says, let me see, B. Uh, Play with emotion, but don't be emotional. So in our basketball philosophy, we, we need to play fast, but not hurried. Uh, you go fast because you want to, not because they force you to. But then he went on to say this, and this is something we talked about earlier. Well, Herb Jones needs to play more disciplined at times. We need him for the whole game, and he still gets silly fouls at times. Need to be more controlled when driving the lane. Chemistry looked a lot better, though. Uh, I, I would say, Joe, real quick, that Virgil nails that uh, commentary as well in the sense that we talked about Herb Jones uh, before we went on the air. Herb Jones is a guy who is a difference maker for this team. He, to me, he's like that spark from energy and enthusiasm and just the guy. Uh, I, hard hat, I think, is what, what Nate Oates calls it. Uh, he had four fouls, and he was still the guy the first guy on the floor after a loose ball. He has to learn to play controlled. If he's going to play with that type of intensity and attitude, and he is, he can't get silly fouls. He can't, you know, make mistakes. Because last night it was obvious, and uh, Fishback, one of the announcers, uh, referred to it. Listen, when they, when we needed to stop a run, Nate Oates would put him back in, even though he had to foul. And we would extend our lead again. And so that's what he brings to the table, but he can't have those silly penalties, Joe, or fouls. Yeah, I agree. He's in, he's vital. Uh, you you kind of bl- it kind of blows up uh, your Nate Oates' plan to bring off Petty, Petty and Reese off the bench if uh, if he has two fouls in the first thirty seconds. It, it kind of yeah. <laughs> sabotages your coach's plans to take yourself out of the game that way. Absolutely, absolutely. So, but Herb Jones, this Alabama Crimson Tide, just a quick, couple quick highlights. Uh, Bama Hoops got their 800th win last night, uh, Joe. Only team that has more wins is Kentucky. Uh, a great question to talk about. We'll get to at some point this season. Uh, how how differently would this basketball program be viewed if it wasn't for the greatness of our football program? Quinterly, 24 points. Um, great, great job. Alabama is 6-0, and Joe. When they score eighty or more points, six and zero, oh, uh, 
uh, 80 or more points. So we got to get the consistent offense. And uh, Shackelford led all rebounders. I don't know if that's good or bad uh, with seven. Uh, and then, of course, Petty and Reese had 10 and 13, respectively. I mean, 13 and 10, respectively. Uh, coming back on the other side, we'll uh, continue some football conversation right here on your home for Alabama sports. Don't forget about Overflow Express Wash. Go check them out for um, getting your car clean inside and out. Overflow Express Wash. Dot com is where you can find them online, see all the great prices, uh, get a, become a part of the membership club. I mean, literally, you can get started uh, for $23.99 and then uh, go up from there. That's where my family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out. That's overflowexpresswash.com. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we start our Wednesday morning with a wreck on 2059 eastbound at the Knoxville exit number 52. If you see other conditions, of course, give us a call, 205-886-8886. Just a few days remain in the holiday savings event at Towns of Nissan, your hometown dealer. Get top dollar for your trade. I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn, which we can customize to meet your needs or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com as peptalks35.com or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show, the sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. You're back in with the Martin Houston Show, and man, uh, time is flying by. Coming up in the fourth quarter, we'll catch up with Scotty Hollins, Blueprint Ministries Executive Director on this beautiful Wednesday 
But until then, let's continue some basket. I mean, football conversation. I had a lot of great basketball conversation, um, not specific to this weekend uh, in terms of the Alabama Crimson Tide playing Notre Dame, but specific to a guy that a lot of Alabama folks have been cheering for. Virgil Williams pointing out uh, that a guy made some plays in, in his role, whether it's him or uh, Will Anderson, uh, Christopher uh, Allen, or Drew Sanders, or any other outside linebackers will be critical in this game. And that is Ben Davis. Uh, ben Davis was in a lot in the Florida game. Uh, and Virgil said, I-, I was pleasantly surprised by that. And, um, you know, Virgil Williams also said, I noticed that, that, uh, no, I'm sorry. CJ said, I noticed that as well, uh, and I was pleasantly surprised too, and it was a game that mattered. In other words, he was getting some serious, serious playing time, um, and he was actually in the mix on several players several times, according to Virgil Wisdom, making plays. Maybe it finally clicked for him. All thoughts, words, and comments uh, regarding Mr. Ben Davis. Joe, I'm going to flip the script on you. Uh, Virgil asked a deal-no-deal question of me, and and I'm going to share it with you. Uh, But his deal-no-deal question regarding Ben Davis is, deal or no deal, Ben Davis uses his COVID-crazy opportunity to come back and maybe has a breakout year next year. I sure hope so. Ben Davis is that guy that everybody likes to root for, local kid or from right down the road in Gordo. Uh, you know, with a free year of eligibility, if I were in his shoes, I certainly would uh, go ahead and use it to further your education. One, to get off the uh, off the field. Uh, I don't know how close he is to uh, an upper level degree, but I would right. use the use that uh, year to, to to pursue that. And, and yeah, ch- chase chase more playing time. Stay. I mean, he's not going to the NFL. I'll tell you right now. So your options are to quit football or play for the Crimson Tide for another year. And I think that playing for the Crimson Tide for another year sounds like a pretty good pretty good deal. Yeah, I don't know what his ultimate goal and dreams are, but I would assume that he would like to. Since he got a little taste of it this year, uh, a little more than he's had since he's been here, uh, I would say that he probably would like to to extend his career and um, and, and maybe have an opportunity to to go on to the next level. So it, it'll be exciting to see if he decides to go ahead and and and, and try his wares one more time. Uh, at the next level, so we'll, we'll see. I, and I think he 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 should come back, of course, uh, based on what we've talked about. And if he can, then I, I think he may find that uh, there may be some opportunity on the other side if he continues to improve. And, and you never know what getting a taste will do for him. So he very well may be able to to take his game to the next level. So, uh, but. You know, speaking of of the defense, Craig Wooden said, <laughs> I, "I love Joe. Sometimes on on on, uh, on the chat, I get random thoughts. And could you, you know, uh, could you imag- imagine uh, you, you you get a phone call and the caller calls in and they just say, I just 
wanted to say, I hate Notre Dame. I mean, Craig Wooden, he is not, he, he'd come in and just said, I just hate Notre Dame. Uh, but uh, it, it is a lot of Alabama people, Joe, that feel that way, especially the old school Bama fans. The younger fans don't realize how good Notre Dame used to be. They hear Notre Dame talk, but they don't they don't know the Notre Dame of old. And I, I'm not sure you even are old enough to really know uh, the Notre Dame of old. How old were you in 88? Unborn. <laughs> I was born in 80. I was born in October of 89. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm that much older than you, Joe. Yeah. Good gracious. You're a baby. Uh, but <laughs> so so you get my point. When, when when we talk about Notre Dame being relevant to you guys, it's like, huh? You know, and so because Notre Dame's last national championship was uh, 1988, and that was the year of, uh, how do they put it, uh, Catholics versus the convicts, uh, the big uh, Notre Dame game versus Miami, uh, when Miami was kind of on a, uh, in that window, uh, 86 to 92, I think it was. Notre Dame, I mean, uh, not Notre Dame, but Miami was number one at some point in those seven years. And that's the record that Nick Saban broke a few years back and, and continues that to uh, with uh, Alabama now sitting at 13 consecutive seasons. But you know, one of the things he talked about was that Bama needs to tackle well. And so we're going to kick that down to, to uh Friday, probably conversation and talk about that's one of the keys to, to the victory is Alabama's tackling. Uh, before we go to Scotty Hollins, I did want to give a shout out uh, to Devante uh, Smith. Uh, the guy has been um, what, what a breath of fresh air uh, he is, Joe, and and does this. Does what Devontae Smith and Najee Harris does potentially make the Alabama program even better? And, and, and let me explain what I mean by that. The You have two guys. Remember Nick Saban always tried to talk to these guys about, hey, create the most value for yourself. And as of late, you notice there's been several guys he's told not to go, and they've all left. And then they haven't gotten drafted as high. That's been kind of a trend. Uh, on several guys, but these two guys come back and they have moved their stock as high as you, as high as you could ever want. If Najee Harris isn't a first round draft pick, then running backs aren't going to be first round draft picks. You know what I mean? And, and Devonte Smith is he? If he's not top ten, there's no wide receiver going to be top ten. But could Alabama potentially start seeing guys come back, Joe, for that fourth year? where they would be good enough to be pl players in the pros, but now instead they're playing their senior year, and that only makes this Alabama program better. Yeah, imagine if we had had Ronnie Harrison or, or Mac, Mac Wilson uh, come back for for their senior years. Now, you know they're they're doing they're doing fine in the pros now, but but we definitely missed them uh, when they left. So they right. created a little bit of a hole, and I think that if they had come back, they probably would have been drafted even higher. So uh, they're setting the example uh, with Harrison Harrison Smith. They're setting the example to all the guys that are currently on the roster that hey, if you can if you come back. Uh, uh, the coaches will take care of you and, and maximize your value. 
And then the other thing you totally agree, having those two guys back in their season following their the, the year that they went into the draft, having them back on the team uh, would have totally changed everything. And that would just, I mean, just think if, if a certain had decide, decides to come back. That that's what we're talking about. Those types of players all of a sudden start coming back. This Alabama program only gets only gets better and better. Another guy doing the same thing um, is is Mac Jones. Will he help not just Alabama, but will college quarterbacks look and go, "Whoa, you mean to tell me I can sit for two years behind the guy, learn, grow, get bigger, faster, and stronger, and then?" When my opportunity comes, be ready to make a move and can make a move that that gets me to the next level in one year and still have the option of playing and coming back. That's the type of things that I think that can change college football, Mac Jones, but especially change Alabama. And hopefully that that's, that's why Bryce Young will be totally committed to, to stay and, uh, and and grow and develop and not jump ship. So coming back on the other side, man, and it's not enough time in, in, the, in the day and in the hour, but coming back on the other side, we're going to catch up with Scotty Hollins, Blueprint Ministries Executive Director right here on the Martin Houston Show. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a report of debris on Greensboro Avenue southbound to 10th Avenue, blocking both southbound lanes, so use caution. If you see other conditions, just give us a call. Just a few days left to take advantage of the holiday savings at Townsend Nissan, your hometown dealer, where they'll give you top dollar for your trade. I'm Captain Ray. Good morning. Delayed due to increases in COVID-19 cases. Holidays on the river now has been canceled completely. Ice skating passes already purchased will be refunded. Private events scheduled for the rink at the amp have also been canceled. The decision to cancel was made after 2,300 new COVID-19 cases were added in the county over the last two weeks. 11 coronavirus patients were discharged from DCH yesterday, but 160 continue to be treated at the regional medical center. 36 patients are in intensive care, 20 of them on ventilators. I'm under. The sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, the Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9. It's now time for us to bring in our guest uh, or we can catch up with Scotty Holly, Boot Ministries Executive Director. Good morning, Scotty. How you doing, sir? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm doing well, man. Can't complain. Found out nobody cares if you do, so might as well <laughs> praise him. That's pretty true, Martin. <laughs> That's right. Oh, man. Hey, listen. Uh, great Christmas message last week. Uh, I know you, you know um, it, it's now coming up on the end of a, a crazy, crazy year. Our last uh, message before we move into 2021. Uh, so I'll toss it to you to encourage us uh, how to incorporate our our faith into our daily walk, into our field of play, whether it's the bas- basketball 
court, uh, the, the courtroom or the field of play we call life. Absolutely. Thank you, Martin. And uh, man, I, I, for the last message in uh, 2020, uh, been a tough year, right? For the last yes. year of uh, mass, last message of 2020, I want to share with you guys one of the first messages that I ever heard uh, as a believer. One of the foundational messages that you could say are the ABCs, but for me, this message never gets old. It's something I use to evaluate my life and to look back to often. And, and even um, as we begin this new year, I'll be using this tool to say, all right, here's how you need to be growing. And here's you need to make sure you're growing at, in at least these four areas. And so um, these four areas, as you grow in them, will help you uh, in the field of play, no matter where you are, in the boardroom, and all those areas that Martin mentions every week. If you're growing in these areas, you'll be growing to be the best um, uh, representative of Christ in all of those places. All right. So um, you ever heard of the, 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 uh, the, um, the what does it call it? This, the, the, Bible wheel, the the wheel. Have you ever heard of that one, uh, Martin? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, so th- there's four spokes. Christ is the center of the wheel. Okay. And so, guys, I want to tell you this: um, make sure that Christ is the center of your life. Remember, you've heard me say last week, the greatest gift that God could ever give you is Himself. Okay. And so, um, and and so, I want you to understand, like, really believe that, really embrace that. That will save you a lot of time. <laughs> Just understanding that he literally is the greatest gift. A lot of some of the things we're chasing, um, we we may not chase this in the same way, um, and we may have a little bit more um, perspective as we pursue them. If he is first, he needs to be first, and so um, that's first. Second thing is there's four areas: uh, spending time in the Word, all right, spending time in prayer, uh, spending time with other believers and spending time sharing the gospel. All right, let me start with the first one. We want to spend time in God's Word, the Bible, all right? And that's important because um, you need to know the blueprint. Or, or if we're talking uh, sports terms, you need to know the playbook. You need to know the plays. And you need to know what God wants you to do. God has a plan. Um, not only is he the greatest gift, but he has a perfect plan for your life. And his plan is, as I, as I said, it's perfect. And so you want to make sure you're following his plan, and, and, and you can't follow it if you don't know it. So you got to spend, grow and spending time in that word. Carve out some time. And we'll, we'll kind of elaborate on this in weeks to come. Carve out some time to make sure you get at least two to three minutes. If nothing else, five, five minutes of, of, of spending time in God's word on a daily basis. But you need to spend time in prayer. You want to know why? Because once you know the plan, you've been spending time in his word, you're going to understand that you can't do that alone. You can't do that in your own power. Not consistently anyway. Um, you can do it occasionally, and then you'll say, man, how can I live out this plan, this blueprint, consistently? You need to pray for God's help, for his strength, and he will give you that. Uh, the other one is spending time with other believers, and that, we'll call that fellowship. So you got Bible, prayer, fellowship. Hanging out with other Christians will also help you to follow the blueprint. And, and, and you need to have friends like Martin. I'm glad that Martin's one of my friends. Um, when we get a chance to talk, we're both and he's busy. He's probably busier than I am. But but when we get a chance to talk, I, I tell him every time, man, I'm always um, sharpened. I'm always better after I've talked to Martin. Um, he's one of my friends who's a believer who encourages me. To, he helps me better understand the blueprint, but he also um, prays with me that, you know, and he will help me follow the blueprint. And so you need to 
um, have a plan to spend time with other Christians. Church is one of the one of the best plans for that. I think that's a, really important. If you haven't been involved in church, then that's a great place to develop some great relationships with people who are following Christ. So time in the Word, that helps us to know the blueprint. Spending time in prayer because you can't follow the blueprint on your own. <laughs> Spending time with other Christians because they're going to encourage you to follow the blueprint, even as you encourage them to do it. And finally, sharing the gospel, telling other people who don't know Christ um, in your little, in your realm of influence, in your bubble. Um, everybody has a bubble, and you have a, a, a you know a, people that really maybe only you could influence in that bubble. Um, and so I want to encourage you, as you're following the blueprint, as you're praying and asking God to help you follow the blueprint, and as you're spending time with other believers, don't forget that, guess what? The greatest gift you could ever, um, that, that God could ever give us is himself, and as a result, the greatest gift you could ever give anyone is him. So I want to encourage us, as we finish this 2020 season, to prepare for 2021, growing in those four areas. And if you're growing in those four areas, you'll be ready for whatever 2021 brings. But not only that, you will, we, you won't just be ready to survive it. You'll be ready to thrive in the midst of it and uh, to be a great ambassador for Christ. That is Scotty Holland's Blueprint Ministries. The most important thing there he told you uh, is put Christ in the center of your life. Uh, mm. You put him in the center, he'll be first in every area. If you put him first, he can be mm. last. So, mm. uh uh, so keep him in the center, and that is for every area of your life, and then follow the blueprint that he has laid out for you. Uh, if you missed part of that uh, as part of the Facebook crew, you can always go back to uh, Tide109.com, our podcast, and get uh, the full message there. Thanks, Scotty. Uh, bless and uh, My pleasure. New Year. Same to you. All right. As we get out of here, this is the Martin Houston Show. That's Joe Gaither. That was Scotty Hollins, Executive Director of Blueprint Ministry, presented by Johnson & Marshall Dentistry each and every Wednesday. For the Martin Houston Show, we're telling you on this last Wednesday, trust in the Lord always, lean not you don't understand, all you ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path, and you can depend on him. Keep him in the center, roll tight, and have a blessed day.